0: let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to jump into some other stuff, you know, I'm glad that we throughout this show have talked a bit about, you know, the black on Asian violence. And I don't think it's a discussion that's going to end anytime soon. You know, I think that The whole walking away from their conservative values is actually a lot, it's pretty evident. And that's the thing is ghetto culture has become terminally um, hip now, whereas, you know, being smart, going for your dreams, going for your goals has now been deemed unhip. And it's actually something that weirdly enough, because of our progressive agenda in mainstream culture, you get made fun of. For being smart, you get made fun of for actually wanting to be sovereign. Like, think about this, right? We talked about this briefly, but as we
1: roll... And you're called a simp. Yeah,
0: well, here's the thing, right? You're you're talked about all these things, but we talked about uh, something a couple of days ago where it's like a five-year-old who just wants to build a fort. Like, here's the thing. If he was a 20 year old man and he was capable and he just wanted to move some lumber and build like 20 forts, rent it out to people, the fact that you can't even do that, people think, well, oh, what is this crazy person doing? But yet he's actually, number one, making money and number two, giving people shelter, which is helping him in his community. That is looked at as crazy, right? Something that's a little bit different, something that's outside the norm is actually looked at as being crazy. So, I want to talk a little bit more about that. I want to talk a little bit about how arrested development, especially with our schools has actually led to what you could say the retardation of a lot of young people's minds. Right. And I don't say that to be insensitive. I say that because I was just talking with somebody last night and I think for something like, I don't know, 10 years, she didn't learn anything. She just flat out said like, I think I cheated my way through school and I didn't learn anything. (laughs)
1: but was she promiscuous i don't know i bet you money she had a lot of boyfriends so she she went
0: through school and she's like mildly successful but what i'm trying to say is she she kind (laughs) of got a handle that school wasn't for her but she actually like i think cheated her
1: find mildly successful
0: she has a job i don't know much about her it's just a (laughs) random (laughs) conversation but there are people out there that fundamentally disagree with the school system and think that it's actually not helping them acquire any real skills. It's not really, it's not really a good use of your time. There's some people have actually argued towards that, but part of the fact that men are not just checking out of the dating marketplace is, is also rooted in the idea that they're also not going to university. They're not going to college
1: anymore. They don't see the planet. Well, check this out. Based on what you said, it goes back to what we're talking about They replace education with I guarantee you sex. I bet you money this girl That you're speaking to I would be shocked if her number of sexual partners is under 25. I Guarantee you it's more than 25. I bet you money. I could throw down a hundred right now. I just say this young lady has boned at least twenty five dudes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to emphasize too much on that. I want to talk about that, but in the context of mm-hmm. the schools actually slowing down the biological um progression or
1: development. No, they they ramp that up. It's it's actually the opposite. See, instead of slowing it down, see now. Look at animals. Animals are somehow, some way, you know, in their brain, they're retarded. But somehow, some way, they're not retarded when it comes to reproduction. When they're reproducing, any little retarded animal can can have sex and reproduce. It's not that hard. But the more, um, and so how do you apply this to humans? So with humans, look at, you know look at mexico look at whatever look at countries where there's not a lot of intellectual development
0: mm-hmm.
1: when there's not a lot of intellectual development thailand you know the netherlands uh the netherlands too come on i don't know about the yeah. what's coming out of the netherlands right now nothing but they got it's free greatest. school yeah <laughs> nothing i'm telling you now it's, it's nothing Their are free schools nothing So, like, when you're talking about technological advancements, it's all happening in certain areas. You know, places like, you know, Palo Alto or affluent areas around the world, whether it's in China, whether it's in the United States. But when it's not so affluent and, as they say, it's the city of gods, (laughs) you're going to see a lot of dumb people having sex. Mm. That's why people go there. Because, you know, what the hell? They're a bunch of dumb idiots, and you can have sex at a low cost. It's not going to cost you much to have sex. And that's what people are doing. All of these, like your friend that you spoke to yesterday, I guarantee you, she is very, very mm. promiscuous in, at standards compared to 1950. If you compare the standard from 1950 to today, I guarantee you she would have can be, you know, she'd be walking around with that little A, the the scarlet letter for adulteress. I bet you money she's even <laughs> down a couple of married men. I guarantee you that. And it's, but it's totally normal now.
0: But so, so I want to tie that in back to, to ghetto culture
1: because... Yeah, but why? Why is that? Because the ghetto doesn't like school. No child, I don't want to say child, but the kids, young people, don't see a value in education. Right. Not just because there is no value, because it's true. There is no value in the education that you got. There just isn't. You know, like, you know, talking about you, probably Mr. Clean in the background. I forgot your friend's name, but the Asian Mr. Clean in the background, I guarantee you he's not like, An engineer who learned how to do like a how to figure out the negative space of a hyperbola. You know what I mean? Can your boy figure that out? Probably not. (laughs) That's my point. You guys don't have that kind of education that's actually needed in concrete work. (laughs) No, but it's the truth. Ask any of your friends. Ask any of your friends, and even the people with 4.0s, they don't have the education to understand how to work at Disneyland putting on a water show. That's really highly technical math. It's not easy. Not everybody can do that. And, or much and, less
0: design roller coasters.
1: Yeah, no, but they got computers doing that now. Everybody knows how to do C++ kind of crap, but nobody knows how to write the language that actually created C++. And that's my point. Can anybody, do you guys even know how to pull electricity out of the air? Or are you going to depend on PGE e and some crack scientists saying solar energy and these solar panels are totally safe? which is literally destroying the dirt right next to it. You can't grow a goddamn tomato that's healthy because of these super solar panels. You know what I mean? Like, if you <laughs> but, look at the... No, no,
0: I, all you're saying is true because those are not the type of skills. That so what do you replace it with? In an that's education the question. System.
1: Huh? If you are dumb, what do you replace your dumbness with Sex. to feel something exactly?
0: Yes, yes. We're, we talked about this, but here's where I want to expand on it because this is related to... So I, I had a conversation <laughs> with... Believe it or not, when I met Jesse Lee Peterson, right, who I'm going to refer, we talked about him earlier in, in another episode, right? But with yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson, I basically told him, I'm like, hey, Jesse, I'm a big fan, love your stuff. I watched that uh, Fallen State episode where you interviewed Amber Rose. And Amber Rose is is the proud... Barster? No, she used to be a stripper. But here's the thing. Oh, that's <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but, here, but listen, hear me out. She... she obviously you know it's amber rose right so she she was owning the word slut and she she's known for popularizing this movement no no you got to hear me out on this called the slut walk the slut walk which is supposed to be for like women's empowerment and all of that so think about this for a second right ghettoization of, of the ghettos right which is promiscuity that's one of the big things everyone's yeah, having sex with it. each other has been taken from it repackaged to be acceptable by feminist standards right and now reintroduced by so-called thought leaders and cultural icons as a way of getting children or kids to not focus on education anymore but focus on sex and the way we can confirm this is because people like Cardi B she's like the biggest thing in our world right now and we're not just talking about the united she is huge and this is cardi b cardi b Used to be a stripper. Cardi B does, you know, she makes really, really bad music. It's just, you know, it's hip-hop yes. and it's trashy ghetto-type stuff. But we have, like, here's, the, here's what I'm trying to get at. We have gone from, like, ghettos as in, like, ghetto-type music with hip-hop where people like Ice-T and Ice Cube were talking about stuff like, in a weird way like conservatism to just going into full-on lazy promiscuity with education being the worst thing ever. And people basically are, are consumers of this, right? And people I, I think that I've talked about arrested development in schools because of what they teach you with progressivism, but I also think that in our mainstream culture, with hip-hop music, with the glamorization and the desensitization of sex in our imagery, it's actually made kids not only slow down in school but outwardly reject it. Hmm. So that's what, well, stirred, that's what stirred the thought.
1: Th- no, but um, two things I wanted to say is, one, <laughs> not not all hip-hop is, is trash. Like, there's a lot of cool I'm hip-hop. talking about Cardi B. Yeah, no, no, I know, no, I know. No, but there's, like, cause, man, I'm telling you, the, the ghetto wasn't always like this, man. Like, the ghetto used to always try to back, like, the smart people. You know what I mean? Like, they always wanted... uh because there's a group called the uh, Breakestra and they're really good. And But anyway, I don't want to get into that. Um, but going back to what you're saying with, with Jesse Lee Peterson, see, like, but my problem with him is is that he's just, I don't know, like, he's like, he's just doing it just to be a, con- a c- contrarian versus honestly. Because when was the last time he's honestly done anything for anybody in the hood? You know what I mean? He's
0: helping. He's helping. He's got an organization that helps young men emphasize more on their masculinity, rebuild the family unit. So, thinking of checking him out, actually. Yeah, no, <laughs> but that's.
1: But, but the thing is, that's kind of like like I have a lot of issues with the churches and and all these things because they're not doing their job. They're, I mean, because like I'm telling you now, if it wasn't for the churches, I'd be dead by now. And it's not that I went to a church group, but like I said before, in in the old days, the churches were the ones or religious people were the ones that were leaving healthy food wrapped in the garbage cans. You know, you you always got to get the guts to go into the garbage cans, but at least you knew there was some clean food there. Mm -hmm. But they don't even teach that crap anymore. And then, I don't know, like what, what you described isn't helpful because like what you said is so key. The replacement of education and replacing it with sex. That's insanely bad, but that's how they get everybody. I don't care who it is. It's Whether it's the gays, whether it's... Because there was a time when being gay meant you're going to be hella rich. (laughs) No, because think about it. If you're a gay dude and all you're doing is never going to have a child ever, can you imagine how rich you are if you're a white dude? with a good education, and the only thing you really have to worry about was getting AIDS. You don't have to worry about child support or nothing. You knew you were going to make a shitload of money. You know what I mean? you could do whatever you want because with money, you could buy anything you want. And now all these gay dudes growing up, they're stupid as rocks. Or as they say, dumb as rocks. They are. They don't know anything. That's why I'm, I'm really surprised about that guy, the walkaway leader. Because, you know, usually if you're gay, you're not supposed to be that smart to have an individual thought. And it's not just gays. Nobody has an individual original thought ever. I mean, seriously. Any, like, because I'm looking, like, because, you know, I don't know Jesse Lee. I only know. I can only judge him from his work. So from his work, he doesn't have an original thought. But if he gets his thoughts from the Bible, that's okay. Because, you know, that's where he gets his center you know, my thoughts aren't all original. You know what I mean? Like I get a lot of my thoughts from my old teachers, the guys who helped me survive the streets. And most of those dudes were Christian. So, you know, but it's the truth. Like, uh, I don't want to say their names, but a couple of my coaches or whatever, they were hardcore Christians. And uh, so those values were passed on to me. So I know it works. I just don't know anything else about, you know, I really don't know anything about God. Well, here's the, <laughs> but here's, anyway. here's
0: the thing though, because I want to, I'm glad we're talking about how education has been replaced by sex. And that's been a big thing as part of the progressive push. But let's also think about this with what you just said. That you said a lot of your thoughts, your original thoughts, a lot of like what you're good at and what you've come to understand about being a conservative, going about in this world, came from these hardcore Christians. Now let's focus on this for a second. Why was prayer originally taken out of schools? Right. I mean, I know I mentioned a little bit about uh, Madeline, and I still don't
1: know why. Which is
0: American atheist, but I'm getting to a point here. They believed that prayer, right, in schools was an infringement on religious liberty, which which makes no sense because you should be able to practice that wherever. That's your First Amendment right. But the thing is, the woman who was responsible for taking the first major chunk out of education, which was prayer, right, was a staunch American atheist, right, who was bittered, <laughs> bittered by her father, bittered by her partner, whatever it may be. And even her sons uh, went on to describe her as being miserable and extreme, and all that. And, like, that's the thing is, like, she heard her sons were praying in school. So she went all the way to the Supreme Court. And I don't know how this happened, but through mob rule, got prayer taken out. But here's my point so prayer was removed from schools, right? Which led to schools becoming more secular and stepping away from conservative values. And then now we talk about mainstream culture and all that, and there's feminist studies, and there's just, you but here's the thing. No, no, the last thing I'll say is this. In a weird way, here's my question to you. Don't you think that when we still had Christianity and prayer that were at least taught as values, you didn't have to believe in it, but they, they were taught in schools that they were actually fostering people to seek out ideas beyond themselves and actually formulating independent thought because here's the thing all of a sudden there's this aspect of well you you know at, at you know with prayer and with Christian values that's what our country was founded on it kind of gave people this almost like this This like need to dream. This like you're you're not confined to the impractical nature, like the practical side of the world. Okay, therefore you can think beyond what is just being fed to you in school. See,
1: the question you're asking yourself is not actually the right question. See, because it comes from the belief that schools were were not secular. See, schools have always been secular. I've never been to a school where we were taught to pray. Now, this lady the one that got prayer out of school or it wasn't really prayer. She got everybody to stop saying the pledge of allegiance or anything with the word God in it. So you couldn't say God. So the th- it wasn't so much that we were praying in schools. It was, uh, it was just the thought cause trust I'm thinking what schools were people praying at? <laughs> you know,
0: But this was a long time ago. It was like 50 years ago, 50, 60 years ago.
1: Yeah, so and i that's what I'm saying. Like what schools were they It's not that they were praying, praying in at, schools, like, is that
0: you were you had the ability to be able to pray in schools, pray before and before. No, well okay.
1: So here's what was happening. People were praying before they ate. And they would do that, like so if there was they would pray, but they weren't like praying. Like people have to realize it wasn't like they were like literally praying like the way they pray at those Muslim schools. No, no, everybody...
0: no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that even in just that slight thing where everybody kind of prayed before a meal,
1: you know? Yeah. well see. No, no. Okay. Let me get back to the point. Uh, so, and even after that, people started uh, getting to schools So you couldn't say God at all and they did it. They were successful. So all of these atheists were successful. So what ended up happening, these secular schools, now started teaching all the children that the use of the word God is bad. So now that was the very first step of putting that little grain of doubt in your parents to the children. Because if the children are taught by their teachers and their principals or whoever, that the use of the word God is bad, then and that's why we can't do it at school so you go home with that belief mm-hmm. do you understand what they what the why they did it it's not because schools were not secular because schools are secular public schools have always been secular it's a it's a lie to believe that you know the teachers were praying
0: no 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 not like that I think I, I mis misunderstood no, no, misused no, no, the no. word yeah
1: because no, 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 no. It, but, But the thing is, like, no, because secular means they're not, like, a Catholic school, they teach about religion. Yeah. That's what makes them a Catholic school. They teach about, you know, they'll, they'll literally, part of their curriculum is teaching Catholicism to an extent. Sure. On top of everything. So if you're a Muslim at a Catholic school, you better be prepared to learn something about Catholicism. This is how it works. That's why you go to that private school. But a public school has always been that way. There has never been a preacher teaching about Christian values in a public school ever in the history of this country. But what this woman and people uh, after her, what they ended up doing was banning the use of God in any form, anywhere on that school. Unless it was for educational purposes, so what they successfully did was started teaching the kids that the use of God is a bad thing. But the intent was not to force a religion, make sure to ensure that a public entity is not pushing religion on a certain person, using government funds to or to push a certain uh religion. That's the only way to do it is to eliminate the use of the word God. And nobody ever explained that to the kids. What we're doing is not wrong. It's just that some people don't believe in it and we don't want to give the wrong. Nobody's ever said that to the children.
0: Right, right. But here's the thing that I want to tie it back to what I was talking about. Don't you think that just including it, whether you believe in God or not, actually would cause people to seek things out and think independently, regardless of whether
1: you believe it no, or not. See, but it doesn't, because if you're taught something's bad, then you're, you're gonna run away from I'm
0: not talking I'm not talking about that though. I said as long as it was included, right? Not that God was bad or good, just that it was there.
1: See, but the thing is that lawsuit made everybody believe, like the children, that God was bad. Yeah. Because that was that's what happened. That's literally what happened. Because schools have always been secular. They were never teaching about God at school, ever. No schools ever did that. And people have to really realize that. God wasn't being taught at schools. They just weren't. I'm trying to think if a teacher's ever said anything. Yeah, nope. They never, but then they had Easter holiday. They had Christmas holiday. Mm -hmm. and even though they didn't teach about christmas or easter just the mere fact that easter was a christian holiday and christmas was a easter holiday people were going to get the wrong impression
0: christian holiday yeah
1: yeah because that's the whole thing it wasn't like and you know what was funny they would teach us about hanukkah but they would never teach us about christmas (laughs) seriously growing up when i grew up you know, it was just understood. Everybody knew what Christmas was, but nobody knew what the hell Hanukkah was. And so you know, they would
0: Well, that's Hanukkah. the funny thing is, is like, we still have that today. I mean, I recently was in a dialogue with somebody where he flat out, plain and simple, was, was talking about Jewish holidays. And the fact that a lot of these companies, right, if you work for a Jewish employer, they have, they usually honor a lot of these Jewish holidays. So whether it's Passover or Hanukkah. Like it's flat out talked about and it's open and it almost seems like no one really has, you know, a big problem with it. But the thing is, we still have these Christian holidays, but the meanings of them have been conflated. That's all I'm saying. Like in Jewish tradition with their holidays, especially even in schools too, like Passover and Hanukkah, they mean very specific things. Nowadays, if you ask people what's the meaning of Easter or what's the meaning of Christmas, especially in schools, you're gonna get like five or ten different answers. Christmas like birth of Christ, remembering our savior, oh, presents, oh Santa Claus. You know what I mean? This theology yeah. of it and the 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 teachings and the history, I, and some people will say flat out paganism. I, I understand that there is there is pagan history behind Christmas. I get that, you know. So yeah, that's it what I'm, and it's it's been that's what I'm saying is a lot of these Christian values have been construed, right? And and the thing is when you take that out and we've talked about sex and education and all that, and, and that I feel like that was like the immediate thing that was introduced right after it was like, it was replaced. It was replaced because, and we've talked about how that's destructive. If you're under 25, your brain is still developing. So you just simply can't process it. And therefore you yeah. can't focus in an effort to get a lot of people to just believe things at face value. Number one, because you play into something that's very, very pleasurable that, you know, humans can get addicted to upon being exposed to it. And number two, as a result, you're a lot, you're not as likely to formulate or question or develop independent thought because I want to tie it back to your mentors. I want to tie it back to the people that saved your life, right? Why did they believe the things that they believe? Christianity aside, what was their driving force? Like, you said that they were hardcore Christian, right? I mean, were you, did you understand their values as to where they were coming from? Was it from an- egg- you No, know, I
1: always thought they were idiots. <laughs> I always did. So like growing up, I mean, because here's the thing about being smart. When you're an atheist and you're a smart atheist, you are your own God. And I'll admit that till the day I die. I, I respect very few people because I'm smarter than most people. And because of that, It's really, it's hard to grow up like that. It's hard growing up knowing that you're smarter than everybody else. So I always thought that there were just a bunch of dummies being ruled by some mythical creature, but at least they're good guys. They have good natural hearts. But like now now that I'm an adult, I see a lot of value in what, because here's the thing. If somebody would have told me about Genesis, I would have been like, like my mind would have been blown because i'm telling you now what's in genesis people do not understand it like they don't understand the gravity of just man it's just one of the greatest like roadmaps to science you'll ever see and people just don't understand it because they have no understanding about anything like we don't know anything about anything and i'm telling you now i'm understanding why like people like einstein believe in god why the guy who invented, uh, he came up with the theory, the Big Bang Theory, was a, was, a, was a real Catholic priest, like a Jesuit dude. And now I understand why they believe in God, because of Genesis. If it wasn't, like, people don't understand what Genesis is. Like, they just gloss over it as if it's just some kind of weird book about Adam and Eve. <laughs> it's way more than that. It's, a oh, man, it's, it's just, it's amazing. Right, and it's it's like for me and when i read i'm thinking man jesus was like the ultimate ghetto fabulous dude you'll ever meet ever because he understood a lot of it and so that's how i see like my mentors now i get it now i didn't get it then because i was you know i was just one of those stupid kids who just thought i was my own god i you know i'm in control of my own destiny and I'm not saying I don't control my own destiny now because I'm still trying to figure out like the first couple of books of, of, of Moses. And and I still believe without finishing all five books, but just from what I'm reading, I honestly believe those books is just nothing but uh, some kind of weird, advanced uh, uh, instruction guide to physics that we'll never understand. And I, I still don't think I'll understand all the physics behind what's in the Bible. It's just, it's phenomenal. And the behavioral, like, you know, I like to believe I was one of the first behavior functionalist experts is uh, experts on this planet, but it's all in the Bible. Like the Bible is nothing but behavioral science, like not, not behavioral like social sciences, but behavior functions. Because a lot of people don't understand what a behavior function analyst does. Like, I literally analyze people's behaviors like, I'm watching you right now, and then like when you move right or left, you know, there is some kind of function behind your behaviors. Everybody's behaviors, you can break them down and try to predict what a person's going to do. And that's what the first chapters of the Bible are. It just breaks down behaviors. It breaks down uh, patterns, and you could predict other people's things. So like, God actually knew a lot of things like, why was this flood there you know like moses's flood noah's flood why didn't uh, uh, god do that why did he just destroy the earth because he knew certain things about the people of the sixth day he knew it he knew about their behaviors he knew about their patterns and he knew that you know and and then it comes to a question is why and then you know for like a coincidence I woke up and then we talked about that day. You gave me the reason why about the carnal mind that it was weird because it was two people, some guy, I don't know who he was on TV. And then you talked about the carnal mind and stuff like that. That is the why that is the why God did what he did. But it was not really that it wasn't explained in Genesis. It was just, you know, it was just some odd answer. I'm thinking, but why did he do it? And, but that's why. So if, You know, and that's why I didn't really believe in anybody. Like my mentors then, because I didn't know, I was a stupid kid. I didn't know anything about, you know, psychology, psychiatry, behavior, function analysis. I don't know any of that stuff. Now that I do, I now have the wisdom to understand what was, what these guys were doing. Like, like for some reason, like you, I don't know how you do it, how you did it, but somehow, some way you gained a lot of wisdom that most people will never get in their lifetime. (laughs) And I don't know if it's just because you believe in God, but it's one of the hardest things to do. And I'm not kidding you. And that's not because, and I told you already, I'm not an alpha because I can care less about the weak. I help the weak if it's going to help me. You know, that's just how I've always been. So that said, most people can never be a Christian or AA doesn't work for most people because they can never humble themselves, never have humility. That's the hardest thing any person, especially for men. I don't know so much for women, but, uh, but I believe women, it's easier for women to be humble because they're always surrounded by people who are stronger than them, men. <laughs> but it's the truth. That's why feminism is so toxic. Toxic feminism is because, think about this. And I got this from uh Russell Brand said this, and I'll never forget this uh, The feminists celebrate women when they act like men, and they celebrate the transgender, and they look down upon women who show off their boobies, walk around, you know, with the twerking thing. Oh, right. that's anti-woman, right? That's, and, and I and I'm I agree with them that, cause that's, it's okay to be sexy, but you should do it modestly. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so, uh, but at the same time, they celebrate the transgender men who show off their boobies and wear mini skirts. Isn't that a bit of hypocrisy? Yeah. See, and, and, and I like Russell Brand was the very first guy I heard say that ever. He said that like a long ass time ago. He said it a long, long time ago, but it's the truth. How could that be possible? You cannot. Hum- but see, he didn't say this, but I'm coming to this epiphany after talking to you. Uh, the hardest thing about Christianity or believing in God is to humble yourself. See, there is no humility in the feminist. That's why they, they, they're, hip, they're hypocrites. How could you say one thing is bad, but on the same breath say this is not bad because they're not humble people. Yeah. They don't think before they speak. You have to be humble to understand you are wrong or you have to be humble to understand you cannot force your way of thinking upon other people. It takes a great sense of like growing up or because, you know, like I became... Um, You know, I I told you this already. I was the chief, I was representing people at an early age. I was 21, 22 when I became chief steward of an entire union. All of these people, thousands of people, depended on me to save their lives. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how? unhumble I was (laughs) come on what kind of 22 year old guy is gonna put thousands of people's lives who depend on you to go to court speak in front of judges and put with no educational background no legal training (laughs) seriously I had no legal training I'm 22 years old and all of these people have their life in my Mm hand. because when you mess up or somebody accuses you something You can't afford a real attorney. So you depend on your union guy. Our union guy made me the chief steward. And it was a woman. Why? Because I helped her vote. Why? Because I was a good looking black dude who was high yellow. So I can get all these votes because people used to just love me. Why? Because I was having sex with everybody. And if I told them something, when I'm boning them down, they're going to pass the word. and And that's how that one lady got elected. She knew what she was doing. And, how does she reward me? She made me be in charge and do all of these things. So, but it was lucky for her that I was smart as hell and I never lost, but that is the wrong message to send to people. It really is because people should earn what they get, not through sex, not through coercion, not through all of these things that people play. And that's something Christians don't do. See, they don't teach that in Christianity. Like, my mentors never told me that. They just did it. Like, here's the thing I don't like about Christianity. They just do good, but then they want you to learn from that. Like, well, well if I'm, like, because I, look, I love my coaches to death, and I respect them a lot, especially now as an adult. I wish I could appreciate them even as a kid, because I, I swear to God, if I would have listened to them as a kid, I would have been in the Olympics. I know that without a doubt. But because of my arrogance and my lack of humility, you know, <laughs> you know, look at my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, I love my life. But then sometimes I think, man, it sure would have been cool to be like, you know, Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Like just being popular just for being good. You know what I mean? At a sport, yeah. not really having to work hard. Because trust me, it's not hard work what he does. It's not. It's real easy. It's a God-given talent. God gives you a talent for a reason, and hopefully he'll do good for the community, but I doubt it. But anyway, so the thing about Christians is they don't teach you how to be humble. You know how hard it is to be humble when you got everything? They do teach you how to be humble. You have
0: to be. You have to humble yourself.
1: How do you have to, like, how is it done? I don't know how humble, like, how can you be humble? If I was you, dude, if I had your talent and ability when I was your age, I swear to God, I would have been using it to bone it down every broad I ran (laughs) with (laughs) you. That's what I do. That's what I did in the past, and I know without a doubt. So how does one learn to be humble? You know what I mean? Well, I think it's
0: a combination of a lot of different things. I think that it's something that you have to number one, ask for, you know, that's the thing. You want to know the weird thing is people Mm. think, Oh yeah, it's just going to come. People have to ask
1: for humility. People have to ask. Yeah. But how does one come to that conclusion to ask for it? That's why AA doesn't work. It's the most successful, but nothing works. How do you stop an addict from being an addict? Good luck. Shoot him. I mean, but you can't say that as a professional. So I always recommend them. Hey, look, do peer-to-peer mentoring, and that basically means AA. Find yourself an AA group, and somehow, some way, you got to submit to some kind of power or seek it out. I don't know. How does one do that? That's the, thing, like, that's the mystery and one of the greatest flaws of Christianity or whatever is in the Bible. They don't show you how to be humble.
0: You ask for it. You pray about it. You ask yeah, for but, it. but
1: they I, don't you how to ask for it. That's, I know. Like, how do you ask? You know what I mean? Like, how how does one ask? And that's the thing you that... Liter-
0: well, well, you literally ask for it. But, I mean, I want to revisit that and the context of education. Because here's the thing. Humility and humbleness, right? And when it comes to presenting opposing ideas in, in our current academic system right now, it's those are things that are unfavorable. They're unpopular. And do you think that that, that in itself is... Counterproductive, counterproductive to students' learnings. Because here's the course.
1: Of course it is. I'll tell you why. Because now it is bad to look for God. The schools are teaching you it is bad. That's why they took it out. Of you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance. You can't say this. You can't say that. Why? Because God is bad. If God is bad. How in the hell are you ever going to ask for humility <laughs> or seek a higher power if you are being taught that it is bad? Our education teaches you that it is bad to have an intellectual mind because, oh, my God, heaven forbid, you learn how to read. Uh, I'm trying to think of an easy book. Okay. You want to know what's an easy book to read? 1984. Mm-hmm. well yeah that's real easy but the merchant of venice that's a real basic shakespearean book Mm -hmm. the merchant of venice is honest to god like a seventh grade level type of like if you're in the seventh grade you should be able to understand what's in the merchant of venice so if you don't have the ability to read the merchant of venice by the time you're in high school and then you think that God is bad because, oh, we don't want to offend an atheist or we don't want to offend God knows who. Uh, And then you're too stupid to understand the basic principles in the Merchant of Venice. How are you ever going to have any type of moral character? Because one, you cannot read. Two, God is bad. (laughs) So what else do you got? What else do you have? What are you going to do? If you're a guy, you're going to play with your penis. Because what else are you going to do? Yeah. You can't do anything else. You don't know how to do any math because math is embarrassing. Because I don't want to be like them Asian dudes. Nerdy. You know what I mean? But it's true. Everything in school is negative. You go to school for what? In theory, in the old days, because here's the thing. You could be taught morals at school. That's what English literature is for. English lit. Because believe it or not, Shakespeare, from my understanding, has a lot of Christian values. Really now? Yeah. The Merchant of Venice was a story about this Jew, greedy Jew, who was taking advantage of everybody. And, uh, you know, he was using his faith, you know, the Shylock, the Jew, he was using his Jewish rules to rip people off. Mm. And then so, you know, the, the main character... Uh, you know, kind of used, you know, street hustle to get him out of it, to get, to save somebody. And basically that would have been, you know, like a lesson taught by Jesus. You know what I mean? So it's like, but instead of saying Jesus, he would use like, you know, so, and that's, and that's like Shakespeare is nothing but a bunch of biblical stories retold to make it more, you know, modern. Cause you know, and I, I'm realizing this reading the Bible, I'm thinking, holy crap, this sounds like this story or this story. It's like every single movie or book that's modern literally comes from the Bible. It just does. It's like, I'm thinking, doesn't anyone have an original story? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like not one person makes up an original story. It's like everything's ever been stolen from the Bible or some kind of ancient script or something. And I'm thinking, man, this is BS. Here I thought all these people had original ideas and not one person had an original idea. Or
0: It was all just from the same source. I mean, in one way or another, we are influenced by that. If you live in Western countries, like think of this, right? Throughout history, the Bible is going to be the cornerstone as far as the anchor to a lot of your values and your morals, but also a lot of how your stories are administered. Think about it. Like, I mean that, that shouldn't surprise a lot of people as far as originality is concerned because that the Bible, whether you want to believe it, like think about this, right? The first, printed book on a mass scale was a gutenberg bible right so so think about <laughs> yeah, <that's> but, true. <laughs> but yeah the, you, i don't think that that is like crazy that all oh, a lot of these stories about the judges
1: and the kings and wars and all of that well, Jesus. See, but here's my, my point is this we are taught that we all have original thoughts even our math comes from the bible all of our advanced math comes from the bible it's insane. It's like there is not one original thing that we've come up with, not one. And the things that we think are originally ours has been disproven. What we thought of black holes has already been disproven already. So they have to re—they have to change the definition of a black hole. <coughs> I'm thinking, oh man, this is yeah, this is like, dude, it's mind blowing. And even now, even with what I know, I still won't submit to a higher power. <laughs> I just won't because that's something my ego is that bad. Like, I've been taught, and it's so hard in my head. You can't undo it, it's undoable. And it goes back to what you're saying about education in the classroom. I was taught that way in class, I was taught that way in school. And it's even worse now with what you guys are going through, the younger generation. You guys are taught to be your own gods and your own parents. You guys don't even listen to your parents anymore versus listening to anybody else. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's why it's all insane, dude. I'm telling you now. (coughs) You know, um, and I know this is not an original thought, but, like, the whole idea of end of times, everybody thinks end of times. Mm -hmm. But if it's not getting closer and closer, I can only imagine how worse it's going to be in the future. It's just. You know, I thought HIV was bad. When HIV came out in the 80s, that slowed you down for a little bit. And then science kind of caught up to it. But now we got like three or four different types of HIV, all kinds of hepatitis. we got all kinds of super diseases. And and I can only imagine how bad our diseases are going to get in the future. I can only imagine how bad. Uh, well, here's an example. Do you know about Sudan? the country of sedan mm-hmm.
0: to some it, degree. I mean, I'm it, not sure how the politics are, but go ahead.
1: On the, well, no, no, yeah, I'm going to, I'm talking to talk about the politics of sedan real quick. Um, cause I know a lot of people from there and I'm not talking little people. I know like the heavy hitters. And, uh, but the thing with why I can go to, well, I don't want to get into why I can go to sedan. Uh, the thing about sedan is this, it's an old school biblical. I'm not the, the name of the country Sudan is not in the Bible, but like the red sea and all this other stuff that's in the Bible. So it's a biblical land. And these people, even though they're Muslim, they still believe in the biblical history of that country, whether it's Egypt, whether it's Ethiopia, they believe in it still. Right. That country has been destroyed. I mean literally destroyed. And the reason for that is because there is no morals. And I'm not saying Muslims are don't have morals because they do. They have their own ethics, they have their own moral. Sure. But they destroyed it because it goes against and I'm not talking about like what God said, but based on because I, I I believe we I don't know if we spoke about this on the podcast or off the podcast but genesis tells you why we need to farm why certain animals need to be there it's in genesis so the reason why sudan is a mess is because they literally destroyed the land why because you know they were chasing gold and because you know um and and i don't know if you talk to farrakhan uh he literally said this too he agrees with what i said they killed Qaddafi. Well, he did. I know maybe he didn't say this in the podcast. Maybe this is just me.
0: Well, well, <laughs> but what are I, your, I want to hear about this. What
1: are your theories on it? They killed Qaddafi because he went to the gold standard. So, well, which is good. You're, you know, I believe in the gold standard. I believe our money should be based on the gold standard mm-hmm. because gold is a real thing. It's a real tangible thing that you can do so much with it. You know, you can build power plants, you can use gold to pull electricity from the air. Mm-hmm. You can do all kinds of things with gold. Uh, it's a super condiment. Anyway, but it's neither here nor there. Sedan, all they care about was mining their gold, mining their gold, mining their gold, and they didn't care about the environmental impact it had on their trees. The greatest agricultural or agriculture product is gum, the gum trees. Mm-hmm. But those gum trees were dying. Like you couldn't grow a tree to save your life. But they didn't care because they were, you know, working with gold, 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 gold. So, you know what I mean? And the thing is, when they killed Gaddafi over the, I believe it's because they were going to move, uh, you know, put the money off of the U.S. standard and into the gold standard. And, you know, the U.S. couldn't have that. So. Well,
0: yeah, of course. And that's why <laughs> I'm glad that you said that because I can see why we had intervened, right? In that regard, because to take it back to the gold standard, what would that mean? Abolish the IRS and abolish the Federal Reserve.
1: Yeah, well, see, that's my point. And the people at Princeton, Harvard, Yale and Clinton, they can't have that. Well, no, but they all came from Princeton, Harvard, Yale. They are their own gods. How do I know? Because they're all atheists, just like me. I am my own God. And it takes a God to know a God. <laughs> so I know these people, they're just like me. They they're arrogant with their own intelligence, their own, they believe that stuff, you know? And if I didn't, and I know for without a doubt, my coaches were greater than me. I just didn't know it at the time. You know what I mean? Cause I thought my abilities were better than theirs, but you know, whatever. But that's the thing. It's a dangerous, dangerous mindset. And that's another reason why it's suicidal. I was literally killing myself just by the grace of God. I never got an... Like, seriously, I'm shocked that I never got an STD. Minus gonorrhea. (laughs) Which is nothing, you know what I mean? I mean, in theory, I'm fine. Like, I don't have hepatitis. i never had syphilis. I never had, you know... Uh, AIDS or HIV, never had VRE, nothing. Or herpes. Yeah, no herpes, nothing. Dude, not even, dude, I never even had chicken pox. (laughs) Dude, it's a weird thing. I never had chicken pox. Because if you've had the chicken pox, well, fuck, you got herpes. Cause it's a herpatic disease. Check. I've gotten there. it
0: before. I mean, but it's gone. Like I've
1: never gotten it again. No, but you're gonna probably get shingles. There's a great. chance Yeah. Shing- that- my my
0: my father got shingles. That's the worst. Oh my god. Yeah,
1: because you're an adult. Trust me, and that's so, dude. That's worse yeah. than fucking genital herpes. I've seen people go through shingles, and 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 luckily, I never. I, had to-
0: my, my father told me when he had shingles, he was in the worst pain of his life. Like, and he had it on his face too. Like that's oh. where. Damn it. And, no, it's fine. His face is fine. But what I'm trying to say is. No, it hurts, dude. It Those hurts.
1: Are yeah. Sores he, on your face. <laughs> yeah. He said he was in the How worst pain. That up? Huh? How do you cover a, a sores like that on your. You can't. So the open air, and, unless oh, you have band yeah. over your face, it hurts. It stings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why it's like, oh, man, that's like a thousand paper cuts on your face.
0: Oh, don't even tell me. But
1: I mean, yeah. But yeah. I never had chicken pox. So, like, look, I don't know why. I'm lucky as hell to never have been sick, majorly ill. I've just been blessed with with a lot of physical talent. I just don't know why. And uh, and then my coach has always said, like, dude, you have no idea that you've been blessed by God. And he's going to, if you're not careful, this and that. And, and I've had a lot of grief in my life, but I don't think it has nothing to do with God either. I, I believe that if God does exist, you know, I'm just another ordinary man, and I believe everybody has the same abilities, but at the same time, it requires a certain sense of humility that nobody has an answer how to like you just did it naturally. But how can you teach somebody Because this and it ties back to education as well. How do you teach these kids how to be humble enough to listen to their students, uh, to listen to their teachers, listen to the principal? How do you do that in this day and age? How them, does one do but, that?
0: But here's the thing. You teach them in a way that's going to, number one, demonstrate your own humility. But here's also the same thing with everything else. And I can't believe that people don't seem to understand this. Yeah, but just humility like,
1: is goodness. Just,
0: just like everything else, just like everything else, mm-hmm. you've got to want it. And I don't think anybody actually wants it. That's the thing. I don't think anybody actually thinks of it in, in the sense that it can actually be used as strength. They think of it as weakness. They think of it as being all compromising because you like, that's the thing to, to submit to a higher power. You need humility. You need humbleness. You're not going to get that if you're number one, not even open to the idea. And I think that that's the first thing is people are like, how do I even ask for it? dude, You're you're not, you don't even want it. So don't even bother asking for it. That's what I say.
1: Well, but here's the thing. And the reason, another reason why, and it goes back to being ghetto fabulous from the first hour. If you are being taught through music and popular culture, that it's better to have pride and shaking your big flabby ass and showing off your your white beater tattoos <laughs> and your teardrop eyes. You know what I mean? Seriously, walking off your pants down your feet. Thi- yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, I was interrupted there for a second, but anyway, but seriously, that's what's being taught. We are taught to disrespect our women. We are taught all of these negative things because that is how you get ahead. You get it like, seriously in the ghetto. Is it easier to make money? with a pimp mentality or a mentality of an engineer? Seriously, what's easier? If you have an engineer mentality, it's a sucker's bet. You're not going to make any money. Engineers only make 100, 150,000, but if you have a ghetto mentality, you can make millions being a singer. You can make millions playing ball or catching a ball. But you're never going to be a millionaire being an engineer. You're always going to be, quote, unquote, working for the man. And if you're an athlete, you're your own man. Like, you call your own shots. Look at these athletes today. They're calling their own shots. You know mm-hmm. They just do. But what they don't realize, even these athletes, they're still working for a man. They're just working directly under billionaires versus working for a faceless corporation. That's right. But then the other thing, but on the negative side is, well, if you go with faith, you can still make money with faith, but you only could do it if you're like some mega pastor and, and you know, cause like you got people saying like all churches and religions are cults because that's the other thing too. You are up against a system that believes, you know, and when I say the system, the system of atheists at Harvard, Princeton and Yale that are teaching everybody that religion is just nothing more than a cult, whether it's Christianity, whether it's Buddhism, whether it's Scientology, because I have no idea what they believe in, but they believe in something, (laughs) but they all group it as a cult. And then think about this. If you're an atheist, you believe most churches are like the church of Jim Jones, where you're going to be drinking the Kool-Aid and killing yourself (laughs) at the end. You know, waiting, but that's, but that's the mentality that's being taught at these schools. So what is the value of your education? People your age are not graduating with degrees with advanced math or advanced anything that deals with logic or entrepreneurship or how to be an honest-to-God sovereign person. But when you graduate with your degrees, you guys have degrees in gang mentality. The right is bad. The left is bad. Oh, I want to be a libertarian, but libertarians are nothing more than just, you know, conservatives who just want to take advantage of children. <laughs> now, I'm only kidding because I don't want to say libertarians are like that, but you'll see a lot of libertarians in Nambla. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what are your thoughts? What are your final thoughts to kind of wrap up this segment of, you know, the, about the belief system, especially as it pertains to... Uh, Dude, I lost you. Oh, can you hear me now? yeah I could hear you okay so what are your final thoughts just on relating this back to the education system that's obviously very progressive and um, how that also ties into what we've replaced it with, which is a godless education and sex
1: Yeah well I, I don't know like and it actually this kind of ties into almost everything we've spoken about yeah. I don't know like we have to find somehow some way to find humility because they don't teach humility in the ghetto. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't. The humility is not taught, and and if somehow, somewhere we could teach ourselves not to depend on our egos to get ahead, and just kind of I don't know. I, it's it's I have no final thoughts because I don't think this is that's will fine. ever fine.
0: Yeah, it's not the end of the discussion.
1: Never-ending quest of knowledge that's just not taught at school, <laughs> and God knows this isn't taught in, at at churches. Because, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I, I think that's our biggest problem today is lacking humility. Well, it's I'll, I'll like,
0: wrap it up on that note. I mean, I think that humility uh, is a degree. But I think that the, the way we look at it is a, is as it pertains to things that – to foster independent thought with things that we can't observe. But I think that the the schools right now – are putting it forward in the sense of if you make a mistake, be okay with making a mistake and pick yourself up. But I think it goes deeper than that because I think to truly get in touch or submit to a higher power, like we've talked about, whether it pertains to education or AA or recovery or whatever, that is what is required. Right. And my final thought on this is
1: that again, those two dudes are brilliant. That's why like, I'll say that Well, well let me the, say one thing because I want to I make this point because I don't want to – because I know you spoke with Jesse Lee Peterson. Yeah, yeah, and he real he quick. Might, But here's my thing, and this is my gripe and why I say he's no different than Maxine Waters because they're both in the same area. So – and if he's a man of God, right, he should be able to work with Maxine Waters if he's truly a man of God. And, and I'll tell you why. Because Maxine Waters owns five or six banks. So if Jesse Lee Peterson, honest to God, cared from my understanding of the Bible, which is extremely limited. So from my understanding, Jesse Lee Peterson could have easily said to Maxine Waters and her husband, hey, look, you know what? We don't agree with certain things, but because of my love of God or whatever, let's do this for the community. Why don't we go to LA? And remember, we spoke about this off air, but remember how... How uh how UC Berkeley and all the UC schools carry the loans yeah. for um for uh, uh what's that called people for, who
0: are, for the housing people who yeah. are in tech so yeah. they,
1: they'll carry uh they'll finance loans uh, uh mortgages at eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollars in the Bay Area Davis all these professors who can't afford a million dollar house UC Berkeley will pay for that so on that vein. Maxine Waters because she's a representative she can go to the mayor of Los Angeles or the mayor of Compton the mayor of Hawthorne with Jesse Lee Peterson who runs these camps for all these black kids and he's mentoring these black kids all he has to do is go to the city and say hey look why don't the city do a program where they're going to you know work with the banks that Maxing Water owns. And the city will carry the loans that will be financed through Maxine Water's banks. And they're going to finance microloans of $20,000, dollars for these black kids so they can start like a food truck business. And then they can sell their food at the Staples Center or wherever, you know what I mean? With homeboys, industries or whatever they want to do. But see, these guys never reach out and work with anybody. Sure. and that's why i have a heart i like when i look at jesse lee peterson and all these other people I was like man they're all minor leaguers they don't care they only care about themselves they're just their egos drive them mm-hmm. and, and that's why i the only people i will never badmouth would be Sowell and, and and ben carson but if you're black and you ain't them two dudes <laughs> most more likely i don't like you why because i'm from the streets i know what's up i know i know what the government can do and I know what religious leaders can do because I've been around both long enough to know. Sure. What sure. Can do. Yeah. So anyway, but I want to, I wanted to clear that up because I don't want, you know, anybody to think I have no reason to not be kissing Jesse Lee Peters and as or Larry Elder because they never, there's no programs like that in existence today. You don't see the bankers working with these people from the streets doing something, pushing education, pushing, you know, real mentorships where they're actually doing something about education because you asked all of these questions and there's easy solutions for that. We can do this now. You know, I I know that, I know that, but in an effort to maintain, you you literally know these people, like you just met Jesse Lee Peterson, you know, and he could do that. No,
0: I know, but when you establish on a first name basis, I'm not here to make demands right off the bat. So (laughs) it takes a little bit, but thank you for your thoughts, Professor Drake. I'm going to, Wrap it up right there, and we'll continue this discussion in future episodes. Take care, guys.